and welcome to the British Continental Podcast, brought to you by Continental. Continental have been supporters of the domestic road scene for over 25 years. The go-to tyre brand for elite riders, from the off-camber cobbled corners of the Durham Tour Series to the farm tracks of the Cycle Classic. Hello, I'm Denny Gray and welcome to episode three of our Tour of Britain audio diaries. After a challenging team time trial today, for the domestic teams at least, our diaries feature our three regular audio diarists, Rory Townsend of Canyon DHB Sun God, Colin Sturgis, the DS at Ribble Well Type Pro Cycling, and Andy Turner of Swift Carbon Pro Cycling. And ahead of tomorrow's Queen stage, we also hear from climbers Tom Glogue of Trinity Racing and Max Stedman of Canyon DHB Sun God. Before we hear from them, though, let's get a stage summary. Ineos Grenadiers came up trumps at the Stage 3 team time trial in Carmarthenshire with a commanding ride. The result moves Ethan Hayter, fast fulfilling his road racing promise, into the race lead. On the 182 kilometre course, Ineos was 17 seconds faster than De Kerning Quickstep and 20 seconds ahead of Jumbo Visma. It was a tough day out for the domestic teams. Ribble Well-type Pro Cycling's high hopes were dashed by a mechanical for Cy Wilson, as Colin Sturgis explains in his diary entry, but they nonetheless finished 8th, the best of the UCI Continental teams, just 1 minute and 9 seconds down. And Trinity Racing, down to 5 riders after Rudy Porter's retirement on yesterday's stage, also put in a strong ride for ninth, just 1 minute and 24 seconds back. The rest of the British teams shipped nearly 2 minutes or more, however, meaning riders like Alex Peters and Rory Townsend both of whom were in the top 10 on GC at the start of the day, tumbled down the general classification. Team DSM's Mark Donovan is now the best under-23 rider in 11th, just over a minute back on GC, and with the mountains to come tomorrow, it will be interesting to see if he can make his climbing prowess count. Rebel Well-type Pro Cycling's James Shaw is not that much further behind, a minute and 15 seconds back, and he must now fancy his chances of breaking into the top 10 on GC tomorrow. Andy Turner's team, Swift Carbon Pro Cycling, were one of the first teams to leave the start house, and he was the first rider to give us a dispatch. So let's hear from him first. Hey, Andy here. We've just finished the team time trial, got back to the starting bit where the camper and everything is. Um, slightly difficult day for us. Um, we set out at quite a good pace, I think. Um, uh, considering we haven't had an opportunity to do much team time trial practice, we wrecked the route beforehand, got an idea of the road, so we were comfortable with avoiding the various bits of potholes and such, rough roads. But um, yeah, we had an issue with Bergy dropping his chain, unfortunately. Um, I think he just like, hit a slight rough bit and went off pressure on the pedals. Um, so it was four of us left on, well, four of them left on the climb. I was struggling up there. And yeah, it was an all right time. Um, we weren't thinking we were going to be challenging for the win today. So we'll just have to see how things stand in the overall GC. And yeah, still plenty more stages to come. So Alex can keep having fun there and we'll see what happens. Colin Sturgis is up next, providing another fantastic insight into the team's day. He sent us this dispatch with the warm early evening sun still beaming down and with a cold beer to hand. It made us want to reach for the fridge ourselves. Hi, this is Carl Sturgis from the Ribble Well Tight Pro Cycling Team. And this is my 
stage three debrief for the British Continental. I'm just sitting here in a lovely sunny car park of the Tower Hotel in Carmarthenshire and I'm literally staring at a tower um, in a car park with a load of uh, bikes and camper vans and team cars and team staff running around. It's not just us. We're here with the Koenig Quick Step and Israel. So, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's pretty cool. And bumped into an old uh, friend of mine from junior days racing in Belgium, Bart Layson, the DS of Alpes and Phoenix. Brian Holm is here. Uh, I caught up with him yesterday. And, yeah, it's pretty good, actually, meeting up with uh, people you used to race with and old friends and, you know, reminiscing about the, uh, the bad old days. But um, anyway, on to today. What happened? Well, unfortunately, it didn't go to plan for us. We didn't take any jerseys. We didn't take any podiums. And frankly, it was a little bit of a disappointment. And I have to say, I snapped a chain uh, very early on in the uh, time trial for Simon Wilson. Pretty much lost the race for us. Um, that, of course, put pressure on. Charles and Griff, who we were going to use later in the race. Um, and yeah, we missed Simon today. His, uh, time trialing is, is, you know, absolutely supreme. He's a big powerhouse. Uh, and you know, that completely threw the plan out the window. Um, I have to credit everybody else for just stepping in and, and doing the right thing. And, you know, Griff Lewis just tore his guts out over the last climb. Um, you know, the last, 4Ks for Griff were, were probably as, as hellish as a 4K pursuit. So, uh, you know, big big ups and big respect to uh, Griff. He's an absolute trooper. The guys rode superbly. I'm incredibly proud of them. Um, and, yeah, I couldn't have asked more given the circumstances. Um, unfortunately, yeah, as I said to you uh, earlier, the day just didn't just didn't go well for us. Unfortunately, you know, we were we were here late last night. Um, and, you know, the knock-on effect of, of one or two later later nights and, and a few things going wrong with bikes and a few things going wrong with staffing and this, that and the other, it just, the knock-on effect is huge. Um, and we try to keep it away from the riders and they know that. Um, but, yeah, today just just didn't gel, which is really disappointing given it was our biggest target and it was the day we were really really looking forward to so you know bit of a disappointment but we can't criticize ourselves you know eighth and you know top 10 there's ryan christensen walking past looking very cool hello ryan <laughs> but um yeah it's um ultimately i i am gutted for the boys and tomorrow is another day i realize um and i think you know gc is going to be hard but tomorrow's a hard day and um james is up for it so you know we'll roll the dice again we'll go again um fantastic results from you know ineos and decoining today um well you know the, the, that course was super fast um and then all of a sudden you know you have you have a berg thrown into it and the time's done the speed's done were, yeah, you know, absolutely phenomenal. So, yeah, full credit.
and full credit to you know everybody that got round. It wasn't, as I said, it wasn't an easy course by any means. Um, so yeah, we take we take out of it. We um, you know we finished highest Conti team, and um, you know if you take any of us out of the equation, the the, the highest of the British teams. Um, and I don't take you know I don't take that lightly. But um, you know it's a good ride. So yeah, I'm pretty happy. I think uh, I'll sign off now. Uh, I'm gonna have a team meeting with the uh, with the riders we've already had a debrief with uh, with the team in general and address some issues that you know I want smoothed out and um, you know more performance based for next stages so yep keep tuned um, I'm going to uh, just have a little walk around the car park and uh, go see uh, a couple of my mates and uh, then I'm going to sit down and have a Nice ice cold birra moretti. It's here in my hand, but I haven't cracked it yet. Um, actually, I'm lying. I have. Anyway, all the best. I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Rory Townsend may have tumbled down the GC today, but he seemed in good spirits in his dispatch. And as well as asking him to send in his thoughts on the TTT and tomorrow's Queen stage, we chucked in a random bonus question. So, yeah, the TTT today um, was just a good one to sort of have out of the way. I think um, everything went relatively smoothly. Um, we were sort of in mid-pack and things. So, yeah, quite happy. Um, didn't, didn't do the body too much damage. So, yeah, still feeling sort of in good shape uh, going into the rest of the week. And, yeah, hopefully things just uh, get better from here. Um, I think we kind of performed as as expected, to be honest. Um, we weren't expecting any miracles, so um, that's fine. Um, obviously, I've taken a bit of a hit on GC um, perspective, as 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 Ryan, but um, you know that wasn't necessarily what we came here came here to, uh, to do anyway. So yeah, um, sort of all right with that from 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 that perspective, but yeah. Um, the hill at the end was pretty sticky, but, um, you know, we just rode it, um, to the pace of the, of the, uh, of the group. So yeah, it wasn't, wasn't crazy. Um, so yeah, for me going forward, it's, it's all about, yeah, looking at those stage places, um, and trying to go well in them. Um, tomorrow's probably a little bit out of my, um, out of my reach, but certainly stage six, um, is one I sort of looked at from from early on as as one I wanted to do well in. So I'll definitely uh, have my eyes on that. Um, yeah, with you know, with regards to tomorrow, I think it's just about trying to get over the main bulk of the climbs and then seeing what kind of shape uh, I'm in. But the the final climb looks um, looks pretty tough. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who who comes out on top on 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 a climb like that. So obviously you can never discount uh, Wout van Aert, but I think like someone like Alex Peters could be really interesting, or even our own uh, Jake. I think Jake Scott, if he if he's not in the break, like he could go really really well on there tomorrow. So whilst I'm here, I'm rooming with Ryan. Um, he's the usual. He's pretty much my usual roommate. The Best thing about being in a room with Ryan is the fact that he's gluten-free, so I get all the biscuits. Um, that's probably the best thing. 
the worst thing is that um, we're watching The Office at the moment and he likes it even more than I do. So we, we end up staying out way too late, just binging uh, The American Office. Um, but besides that, there's really not any other negatives. I have to say, I can attest to binge watching The American Office too. With tomorrow's Queen stage featuring a summit finish and plenty of ascent along the way, we thought it would be timely to hear from some climbers. First off, Ollie Gray of Hunt Bike Wheels quizzes Max Steadman. All right, Max, stage three today. Um, tell us, obviously we're approaching the halfway point, um, sort of tell us how the Tour of Britain has gone for you so far overall. Uh, yeah, it's had its ups and downs, been on the floor twice. Uh, which hasn't been ideal, but it's not been, you know, it's not been terrible. Uh, Mains come off a lot worse than I have. Um, so yeah, it really wasn't the way I wanted to start. But to be honest, like day one was just a bit bizarre. I just had like no legs, uh, really. Like got through it all right. Um, and then yesterday into Exeter University town, um, that was that was really good. Like legs sort of swung around quite a bit. Felt like I was way more involved in the race and sort of had something to give. Um, and then obviously riding in like last 60k new off by art riding on home roads with like world's best yeah that was that was a mega experience to be fair especially like uni mates there at the finish line and like across the course so yeah it was really enjoyable and then we had the team time trial today which we all got through pretty all right to be honest i think we did ourselves good justice considering there's a lot of delayed tt bikes and uh well five out of the six boys only just got them basically got on them this morning so i think <laughs> yeah. we did a, i think we did a pretty solid effort there to be honest so you sort of touched on coming into Exeter. Obviously, you went to university there. Um, is that would that be is that your best moment at the tour so far? Is that your, oh, your yeah, favorite bit? Obviously, 100%. there was a big support crew out for you at the end there. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of like a it's like a mini sort of dream in a way. Like they had a Devon stage like three years ago that went on some of my training roads. Then it went to North Somerset. Whereas this is literally like a standard two hour loop that I did like probably mm. 50, 60 times at uni. It went down the last thirty k of that. And like the amount of people I've ridden with down there, memories made and things like that. So yeah, yeah. And obviously yeah. you've had, you've been quite vocal, particularly about these first few stages. Obviously knowing a lot of the roads, you've had a lot of insight. Do you think that's really transferred? Obviously you know the roads, and you've been telling the guys where things get tight, where corners are, yeah. things like that. Do you think that's sort of been really helpful for those? Yeah, guys? yeah. Hopefully it has. Cool. Hopefully it helps. Like Rory, uh, last two results just with like little things like positioning and that and you know where the top of the climb is although i think he cracked yesterday uh, <laughs> yeah. i said the top of the climb was like three four hundred meters and i i thought that was what he wanted to hear but turns out he didn't want to hear that at all um <laughs> it's, it's pretty what did edge. he want to hear that it was like 30 meters. that we're basically <laughs> at the top yeah i think uh just the ego buffing yeah yeah um but nah yeah so i thought yeah hopefully definitely um has helped and i've offered some insight and we've i mean we've started unbelievably well to be honest yeah yeah absolutely um obviously most people know that you're gonna have a crack at uh the Eversting record again world yeah. record again but something that you you've tried before and i know a lot of riders get faster as they do it like as, as they do it yeah. more and more times because i think a lot of it's down to experience as well yeah. as pure power but uh tell us about your sort of preparations for that i mean to what extent do you think this race prepares you for that? Do you think that they're completely unrelated? Do you think you are going to come into that in the right sort of sort of space? Or I think I think this will actually help massively. You know, um, it's eight hard long days. I've got two hundred and ten k tomorrow, and the Everestim is 
you know, it's borderline ultra endurance, although now the time's so ridiculously low at six and a half hours, it's like on that border, but you need that sort of big base of endurance. Um, and it, you know, it, it's a sort of energy level where it's like, it's not race level, but it's not zone two, right? It's like in between constant mm-hmm. and these sort of long, hard days um, will will massively help with that. So yeah, I'm hoping it will transfer really well, to be honest. Um, and I did a half Everest as a sort of preparation for this as like a good hard day mm-hmm. out. So it's sort of, yeah, we'll see how it combines, but I'm hoping it works out well. Cool. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow looks like a stage that will certainly suit you quite well. There's obviously a lot of bergs to climb. Um, yeah. Progress. Like, have you? Did you sort of put a ring around tomorrow before the tour? Is there any particular yeah. stages? Like, do you think what's the sort of plan going into tomorrow for you? Yeah, I mean, I had looked at one, two, and four to begin with, and then I said to Tim, I'll be like, basically free to try and help Bozza maybe or go in the breaks or whatever. But so they were the stages that I'd sort of put a star next to. Obviously, one and two didn't go perfectly to plan um so hopefully tomorrow goes better yeah uh, there's like a quite a long 9k climb with 70 60 or 70k to go and then i've literally just looked at the finish climb and mate messaged me when the route was released it's like 900 meters at 14 percent, and then like another k at like six that rolls and i looked i think it's 27 percent maximum tomorrow on the finish okay. after 210k so it should be enough to Oh, I, I mean, shell out a lot of the, yeah, the, the rulers who can get over most of the, the yeah, it'll, it'll the it'll be a, yeah it'll be a yeah it'll be a pretty explosive finish to be honest I think it'll create even like it's so short I still think it'll create quite big time grabs and should be quite a spectacle I think goes up like basically well almost a cliff face it might as well be how <laughs> steep it is with yeah. like uh Clinton know in the background and the sea and everything like that so hopefully it'll be a good atmosphere yeah, definitely. Um, well, yeah, all the best for for tomorrow, and hopefully you you've got better luck on the road than yeah, the, yeah. You know, you hopefully, the first couple of stages. Hopefully, they're all out of the way. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Max. Okay, Denny, back to you. Finally, we hear from a man who has probably had more airtime on this podcast than any other rider: the seemingly always chipper Tom Glogue. Tom finished fourth in the under-23 Giro d'Italia earlier this year when he also kept a race diary for us and is one of the most talented under-23 climbers out there. Here's what he had to say. So it's been a while, but I'm uh, back, back again. Glad to be here on the uh, British Conti podcast. And yeah, going to be answering some questions today. So first one up, the uh, Tour of Britain, how it's gone so far. I'd say it's been, yeah, pretty special. I've uh, never ridden a race anything like this. Um, it's amazing to be b- racing back in the UK uh, with such big crowds and um yeah, it's a really, really attritional race. I'm not quite used to stages of that length. So, yeah, it's been really an awesome experience to uh, get to grips with some great roads and, um, yeah, racing of this caliber. Um, the best moment so far, um, it's got to be the crowds and being racing back in the UK again. Uh, it's been basically since Tour Wales as a junior. It was the last time, two over two years ago now that I uh, raced in the UK. So it's really cool to be back racing some some big stuff here. And yeah, really special. I, I love it every time. And the lowest point so far, that's definitely been the first stage when um, the last 20K, when I just, uh, yeah, didn't didn't quite have the uh, legs and ended up using, losing a couple seconds, um, which wasn't great. But yeah, I've been feeling better every day so far. But 
still a long way to go so we'll see what happens um what are you looking to get out of the race good question i don't know experience i suppose is the main thing um results wise i'm not sure we'll have to see where the legs are uh yeah after that crash in lavender i think um Stephanie at the start was a little bit all over the place and feeling a little better now, which is good. Um, so, yeah, the answer is not a great answer. I don't know. Uh, the experience of racing a race of this level, definitely. Um, hopefully getting some some moves. Anyway, tell us how the team time trial went. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty well. Charles couldn't have gone any better, I think. Um, especially with five guys with Rudy, unfortunately, crashing out yesterday. Uh, my God, Ben Healy is strong. That's that's all I can say about that. And Max as well. Uh, everyone really. Uh, I think it went was a really good, really good effort. We couldn't have asked for anything more. Uh, yeah, we uh, we yeah, I think we were well punching above our weight. So yeah, really happy with that and went went really well actually. And last but not least, tomorrow's stage, the Queen stage. Is that something you're looking forward to? Looking looking forward would be. Probably not the right terminology at the moment. Uh, sitting here with with some legs that are pretty sore, but no, should be should be great fun. Um, I'm really excited, regardless, and ready to uh, battle to the finish. Good, will a good result be possible? We'll see. You know, I've never. Oof, it's a long time on the bike, but um, I don't know. We'll see if I've got that in the legs. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. It should be a. Uh, a great test either way um but you know we'll see um i'm really excited it's it's awesome having having the experience to race a race of this caliber and yeah we're loving it thank you very much for listening if you enjoyed this episode then please do leave us a nice review you can subscribe on all the usual channels and you can follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at British Conti and on Instagram, we are at the British Continental. And please do visit our website for more interviews, journals, previews and news at thebritishcontinental.co.uk.